You're listening to the Scottish Football Forums podcast, the home of Scottish football banter. Hello and welcome to the Scottish Football Forums podcast. I'm Chris and Craig is in hiding this week because his team got pumped at the Potty Training Cup. Uh, and joining me tonight is John. How are you doing? All right. Evening, Chris. Aye, so okay, Craig, eh? what's he about uh, hiding and embarrassment? I know. That could be them. They could, that could be them missing their chance to win that cup. I threw it off. Uh, they get three chances to win it and they get popped out in penalties with Queen of the South in the first season. They get lost in the final to Race Rovers last season and then they've lost in the, the semi-final Alwa this season. So unless they make a complete Horlicks at their uh, promotion bid this season, they'll never be playing that again. So. Aye. Right, says so Chris... Uh, Craig said he's getting old. He's knackered. He's away at bed. That's an excuse. We all know what he's actually doing. He's hiding because he's too embarrassed. For sure. Yeah, well, we've kind of touched on it already, but we'll we'll talk about the other uh, midweek fixtures as well, obviously, and then we'll go into the the, the weekend fixtures. It was a a Friday night game last week, so we'll we'll, we'll kick off with that. We'll talk about the almost a winning charity bet, but not quite. Uh, we might even talk about uh, the going on at Mullerwell and Livingston before we go into the predictions and uh, the, the coming up charity bet. But uh, so let's start with midweek and uh, well, we'll be talking more about our two 0 down at home, eighteen minutes left in the clock, some comeback. I will certainly. I think a lot of obviously has been said about the fact that Rangers are going out, but probably a bit of credit, a bit more credit should maybe be given to Arlo in terms of the fact that they managed to come back. Yeah. I think it's been it's been too easy to criticise Rangers and for throwing away that two goal lead. But for all they were two 0 up and cruising, I all had to fight my way back into that game. So uh, full credit to him. Two goals for former uh, Celtic youth Greg Spence. <laughs> I'm sure he loved that. Um, for what I heard, that's so a Greg Spence used to be a Rangers uh, payroll as well when he was a, a younger kid. So oh, across the dike. Right. Aye. It could give it could help. it could also work well for Allo in terms of giving them a lift in the, in the league because they've been struggling a bit in the league this season, so it could help them with that. Yeah, will be eighth. It won't a point ahead of the Cowden Beast and things. So. Yeah, so they'll be trying to play their way into the final uh, starting lineup. So <laughs> they've got a wee bit of weight. It's April or something. The final. Aye, well, well, maybe they're going to run now. They'll be impressing for the next four months. Well, that's a plan. Yes. having the, the, the semi-final and the final so far apart. It's daft. <laughs> I thought the League Cup was after its three months between the, the quarterfinals and the semi-final, but this, is, this takes a basket, this does. Or should I say it takes a pie, because everybody's got a free pie at the final. Aye, well, aye. Craig's got it. <laughs> I know. I don't know if they've still, still got free pies if they've been there. I don't know, they might have. Yeah. So that was, uh, that, that, that was a potty training cup. There was uh, a cup replay as well, Inverness at uh, St Martin. I'm pretty sure we took Inverness in the charity bet last week and... Uh, so uh, un- unkindly drew and then went out and thumped some burden in the replay. I think certainly Aberdeen were taken in the charity bet I think last week. Uh, Party Thistle let us down. Oh, sorry, I was meaning the, the, the previous week when we oh, had the, 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 the Scottish Cup sort of uh, charity bet. We had Inverness in it, one of the three teams, and they were one of the three that let us down. And then they went out because they got a draw. We took my win and then went out and thumped some burden in the replay. I, just got, I think that's selfish. But yeah, you're right in what you say about the, the, the charity bet this week. But uh, Aberdeen, they were uh, 3-0 winners uh, against Hamilton at home. Peter Head also won 
Unfortunately, it was uh, perfect. That's what it's doing with our one each draw. Can't rely on these Glasgow teams. No, joking. Well, Thistle were uh, also playing in midweek because they had a, a visit to Celtic Park for a, a, a big Glasgow derby, which Celtic were uh, victorious in. A 1-0 win thanks to a Virgil van Dijk goal. But uh, it, was, it was pretty tight. <laughs> and oddly, that's, that's two 1-0 wins for Celtic in a row because we, we had uh, a 1-0 win at Motherwell on the, the, the Wednesday lunchtime kickoff. Not Wednesday, Aye. Saturday lunchtime kickoff. Should have been more. I really should have been. We should we should start new football. When is the lunchtime kickoffs? When's the lunchtime? It's, 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 it's a new it's a new way to try and get around these uh, these people that want to drink at games. I don't like so, that, that's that's when they're going to show the the, the Celtic Rangers League Cup for me. When is the after? Uh, yeah, that, you're giving them ideas. That'll be it. When is the afternoon? I'll be Scottish football. Oh, can you imagine how brutal that would be. Folk taking time after work to go to the game. Uh, did I see something in Sky earlier that I try to get the drinking back into Scottish football? Yeah, this there was this uh, meeting that the the SFA held last week, I think it was. And the I forget what his name is, but uh, there was there was one guy came up and basically says, "You need to, Barry Hearn, that's his name." He came up and basically says, "You need to talk up Scottish football." I can't believe you suddenly got a sponsor if you worked for me. I'd sack a lot of years. Uh, basically saying everything the fans had said before, but one of the things Aye. he was saying about was uh, getting the drink back into football, so that seems to have sparked off that debate again. Unfortunately, the police seem to be trying to nip it in the bud, because they really don't fancy it, because, as we all know, uh, football is the only place you get idiots who drink a lot. Yeah. It never happens at things like music gigs. <laughs> How many were arrested when Avicii played Bella Houston Park again? No, enough for them. They should all be arrested just for going. <laughs> not, a, not an Avicii fan, then. Well, apart from wake me up, because they played that when we lifted the League Cup final. Ah, so, there we go. I enjoyed that. You know how songs you can enjoy them if it's been right to the football. Yeah, I, I, I'm not a huge Daft Punk fan, but one more time always reminds me of winning the treble under Martin O'Neill. Right. So I know exactly what you mean. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, we've kind of started talking about the weekend fixtures, so we may as well go there because I don't think we've got much else to say about midweek because. Should we stick with Celtic or just go back to Friday night? We should probably go with the Friday night game, yeah. It was uh, live on the box. Dundee United's trips to Dingwall against Ross County. And uh, they were they were cruising at one point, but uh, they didn't exactly finish it as strong as you'd expect, given they were uh, Ross County were down to 10 men. Aye, I've seen Chifty get his first two goals away from home this season in the league. Are they, are they the first two away from home? Aye, he's got that seven, seven goals and that was his first two away from home. Uh, but the thing that surprised me is Stuart Armstrong. That was only his second goal of the season. That's, he, he seems like a player that should be scoring a lot more goals. He seems to he seems to create more than he scores. Aye, but I've seen a, he's been linked with Celtic the last couple of days. Yeah, aye, uh, he's one of the. We seem to get linked to a Dundee United player just about every transfer window these days. Yeah, and then Sporting Lisbon, though, they've been linked with move as well. Well, obviously, Ryan Gold's been putting in a good word. <laughs> aye, that could be them. But aye, it's, 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 I think maybe at 3 0 up, it's. That way, the Proyds just thought, oh, that's it, we've won. But Dundee United aren't the sort of team that are going to sit back. They'll still go for more goals. And they probably left themselves open in terms of letting Ross County back into the game. Yeah, I think so. I thought it was it. Boyce got sent off at 3-1. So there any kind of real chance Ross County had of getting back into that game, you'd think would have gone with that. But they, they got a second goal four minutes later, which made for uh, an edgy finish to the game. But I think, uh, as you say, Dundee United had done all the hard work. Obviously, I hadn't seen the Rangers Alwa game in midweek. Like, ah, we're cruising there. That's that done. <laughs> Aye. The, probably one thing I should say earlier on in the season, I criticised Ross County a wee bit in terms of saying they were awful. 
they're maybe not quite as awful as St Mirindle. Um So, at least Ross County are getting a few goals here and there. But St Mirren, did you see Tommy Craig talking about St Mirren, saying they played well and all that, and does he have something out of the game? Well, I think Tommy Craig's starting to lose the plot, to be honest. Did you see him the previous week when he was talking about, or oh, the way I talk about the fans? Or the way I talk uh, to the fans or something like that? If you're losing the fans, is. you're not in a good position. Aye. It's quite difficult, though, because you can watch sports in and maybe see if the highlights are like St George were far better. But then see when it came up with the amount of chances that both teams created, they seem to create about the same, kind of, same amount of chances. So maybe doing a disservice in terms of that just maybe shows it sports in you see maybe five minutes and it doesn't yeah. really give a true reflection of the game obviously it's always hard to tell with five minutes I mean going back to the, the, the Celtic Mullow game I thought we looked a lot more comfortable in that game than the highlights suggested because the highlights suggested we missed a few chances early on but then after that it was fairly even but for um, me I mean for most of that game Celtic were cruising it was only really towards the end of the game that Mullow had any decent chances now, they, they did have that absolute satter of a header for Erwin. Erwin, yeah, yeah. In front of the goal, but... I've seen he was gutted at the fact that he, he missed that chance, but at least he's get, he can be happy in the fact that he's been called up for the British Olympic diving team. Uh, <laughs> at least he's got that to look forward to. That was shocking. I mean, I'm, I'm not ridiculous. surprised he got booked for that. Something was... like that. That should just be a straight red. I wouldn't even give... I think a yellow, that's... It's just cheating. Blatant cheating. Yeah. I mean, that's... There isn't a lot you can say about it. I mean, it's not even a good attempt at a dive because oh. I think he's expected F.A. Ambrose to put the challenge in and Ambrose has just stood there. Yeah. So that makes it look worse than it is. But yeah, it's just, I can understand why people get really angry about that kind of thing. Yeah, but I'm glad I never had Gadetti on his first goal scorer. I'd have been raging at that chance he missed. Oh, tell me about it. I, I know plenty of people that had him on his first goal scorer. I didn't myself because I, I just feel he's been a wee bit... He's no, he's no the height he was when he was scoring like the opening goal for us yeah. quite a bit, but uh, yeah, that that chance he should have put it away. Aye, and I he wasn't the only one because I think James Forrest after oh, we yeah. got the opening goal, he should have hit the target with his as well. So I from about two yards out. No, it was further out. No, you're thinking the one he hit the keeper way in the second half. Aye. No, I'm thinking the one in the first half where it was it was a, it was some really decent moves for Celtic, but in this particular move, it was, I think it was beat on dummy that or something like that. It ran through the forest and he put it just wide in the post. Yeah. And that well, was like that was like twelve minutes in. So if, if Gadetti had scored in the forest, he scored with three and up and cruising. Yeah. Well, like Celtic plays a nice football though. Yeah, I mean, and it's it's some of the nicest football I've seen this play this season. Just just lacking that end product. Uh, and I seen Delia get manager a month for November. I guess it is that usually not. <laughs> you imagine once they lose, but I uh, got away with it. Get a player a month. I don't think we're surprised. Too surprised with that reward, are we? Oh. I mean, he didn't score last weekend, so the the runs come to an end. But eight games in a row scoring that's that's some going for anybody. Uh, I should give McBookie a wee shout out again because once again they had a cracking offer at the weekend. I don't know if you go on it yourself, but they were doing a five pound bet on any SPFL game. And if it didn't win, then you get your money back as a free bet. I did, because I, I had it on Aberdeen... Uh, who was it? Aberdeen St. Johnson and Dundee I had, I think. So, Dundee. Oh. Dundee let me down. And it was, Aye, it was close, because it was one each for until like, the last sort of minute in that game. And they, take, yeah. they, had, to, they had taken the lead in that game. So, uh, Aye, so yeah, I got my fiver back at least. I opted for Rudy as first goal scorer. I thought he would maybe score it. He did score, but no first. Yeah, obviously. Because, uh, yeah, I mean, so, it, it looked like a decent game at Dens Park. Aye, well, we owed him a doing anyway, I think. We got a wee bit of redemption earlier for earlier on in the season when Hamilton beat us. In terms of that, a nice, a lovely finish by McGinn. Oh, I, I can yeah. I? Absolutely brilliant. He's, he's read that 
to perfection and then it's, it's a lovely first touch but the, the dink over the keeper is just magic ah, it's sublime it's pro- um, definitely goal of the weekend for me I will because I, I ever said there was that goal but it was also another cracker at uh, the St Johnson St Mirren game or Halloran his finish was pretty tidy but no, McGinn's goal definitely wins the Went up last weekend, yeah, I, and I liked. I, that was just because the only other goal I can think of I seen at the weekend that looked could, could uh, compete was the opening goal for Hearts in the the championship. It's just, it's just a, such a sweet volley. I, I, the highlights went on uh, sports scene last night, but if you go into like Hearts uh, YouTube channel, you've, you'll be able to find the goals. No commentary, sadly. So uh, I need we need to have a word of glory about that one. I think. I uh, I liked as well though in terms of the penalty that we get given that the referee tried to play advantage at first. You realise yeah. there was no advantage, then gave the penalty. But it was outside the box, was it not? Well, <laughs> aye, it was tight. I, I, if you think that was tight, you, you see, the, again, the Hearts uh, game, but the, the Queen of the South penalty is shocking. It's, 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 it's a good yard and a bit outside the box. <laughs> but he lands in the box, the ref gives the penalty. Aye. I think Hamilton obviously started the season off superbly well, but I think maybe teams are now figuring out how to play against him. Yeah, I think so. It's, it's, the, the Zell daddy is, has the bubble burst, and uh, they're starting to, like you say, they're starting to uh, figure out how to play against them. So they're now, what, five points behind Celtic in the league? Uh, eight. Is it eight now? Aye. I'm looking at the wrong league table. That's what I'm doing. I'm looking at the, the one for Friday night after the United played. Yeah, yeah. They'll, still, yeah. they'll still be fine, because they're, they're a team again that scored, they're fine for scoring goals. I ain't just... Earlier on in the season, when they were on good form, they weren't really considering goals. Whereas something's going to miss there. I don't know whether they've had injuries or just loss of form, but I think they'll still be they'll still be all right in terms. Of, I think they'll still be competing up at the top the top half of the table. Yeah, they've not exactly had an easier on the fixtures recently because obviously away to Aberdeen is Petardy's always a difficult place to go. They've had that in the cup as well. Uh, Firhill seems to be a bit of a Hit or miss whether this will play well at home or not this season. They had to go to Inverness, so that was a difficult one. Uh, I think they lost to Dundee as well in October. So they've, they've gone to difficult places. You could do a, a, I, think, I don't know what the next set of fixtures are. They're home to Dundee and then away to Ross County. Oh, away to Kilmarnock and home to Mullow. Home to so, Dundee could be a big one because if Dundee can win that, then they can close the gap a wee bit in Hamilton. Yeah, because they're what, seven behind them at home in seventh. Yeah, but Hamilton's, Hamilton's home form is really good. They've only lost one at home. Don't we mentioned it earlier in the season in terms of the pitch, the plastic pitch, certainly helps. Yeah, I mean, there's certainly a question as to whether that, make, that makes a difference. Again, you can go back to the the, the Rangers Alwa game up at uh, Recreation Park. It's got another name, Indo Drill or something. <laughs> it's another sponsored ground. It's Recreation Park. It's a, it's a plastic pitch, and I think there was there was some discussion over whether that caused the the injury to uh, McLeod, and whether it made a, a difference for the the, the Alwa team. But I don't know. I'm never convinced. I, th- I, I to be honest, I think if you're a professional footballer, you should be able to play in just about any surface. I think so as well. I mean, plenty of them play have played there in terms of five or side football sometimes, or even doing training and stuff like that as well. Yeah. The only difference about when we mentioned this earlier in the season about the Hamilton's pitch, it always seems to have a good bit of water on it, as if they water the pitch. Yeah, that that, uh, that can make a bit of a difference to the, the, the artificial surface, at least. In terms of that, because it certainly kind of suits the way they play, because they like to get the ball moving pretty quickly. True. Yeah, could be right. Uh, what games, what games, we've covered that. We mentioned, we touched on Dundee and Inverness earlier. Billy Mackay, let's go. Yeah, that was. Uh, I seen people want to claim that was handball. No, it hit his hand, but did he know anything about it? Nothing about it. Uh, 
It's sort of, I mean, other way around, Billy McKay would probably scream over a penalty, but we'd all be sitting there going, spot a hand. Aye. Never get a penalty for that. So it's, it's, it's nice to see that one go for an attacker for a change. <laughs> and then uh, Ryan Christie, well, he can lovely run into the box. I think he broke up the move initially. Like an eight, yeah. Um, and then made about a kind of 60 yard run and made kind of lovely finish for him. And at the moment, he's just coming on as sub. But, but again, we've mentioned him a lot in the podcast this season that he wants to be a top talent. What else have we got? I think we've got Thistle one, come on, that one. That was the Aye. that was the duffer, according to the uh, sports scene at the weekend. <laughs> it was alright. I mean, I don't think it was anything standing out for that game, but I don't think I don't think I'd go as far as it was a duffer. Obviously, I never seen the full ninety minutes, and they only showed the five minutes of highlights. But it's a couple of goals in it. Can't be that bad. Yeah, I can read that Eremenko was dropped. Yeah. I don't know whether it's getting to that time of the season where he doesn't fancy it, maybe. It's too cold. Aye, mind you, he played in Russia, so... Aye, you should be used to the cold. You should be used to really. But that's why he came to Scotland. That's too cold. It's a heat wave. <laughs> I think that's the weekend fixers covered then. I mean, obviously, we should mention the, the other part of the, the charity bet because we had money on uh, Liam Buchanan at Alwa, which, uh, as it turns out, is having a bit of a gold round at the moment. And uh, that continued at the weekend because Dumbarton beat them 1-0. So uh, there was no winner either bet for us, unfortunately. But, yeah, uh, Hopefully this week we've got a winner, yeah, because we're, we're going to go with Nicky Law, I think we're going to go with, the, for the, the first goal scorer charity bet there, playing, uh, against Queen of the South on Friday night. It seems an option. Should be good odds as well, I would think. I would hope so. Right, I mean, and there's nothing else really standing out to us, so... Yeah. We don't usually bet in a Friday night game, but if it's a, the first goal scorer, it's not as if it's going to ruin the rest of the bet. Which yeah, uh, we, will, we will come back to, because we want to see what kind of predictions we come up with. But... Uh, yeah, but there's a couple of sort of news items that are probably worth talking about because uh, Mullerwell seems to be the, the, the place to be at the moment because they've got a couple of news items for there. We've got the the fan takeover, possibly going uh, one step further. The retired businessman Lee Hutchison, or Wes Hutchison, not Lee Hutchison. Wes Hutchison is uh, close to concluding a deal to help fans uh, fund a fans takeover at Mullerwell. So uh, that'd be good to see. I think I, I know Miller were getting a wee bit desperate for the money, but it's uh, it's Lanarkshire-born Hutchison based in Barbados. Comes from an electrical engine. That's just sounding a wee bit Craigie White, isn't it? He's done all right for himself, eh? <laughs> Do you think he's a, a Miller-born billionaire? <laughs> Who knows? I hope no. The reason why Craig's not on tonight, he's camped up at uh, outside Motherwell Stadium waiting for Terry Butcher to return. Yes, that was the other bit of news. It's uh, his head bandage on. Is uh, the, the the former Motherwell manager maybe set to return? Yeah, I seen that other players have been other ex players have been linked in terms of Dutch connection with Van der Gag and Manskan or something like that. But by all accounts, it seems to be Butcher's going to be back within the next forty hours. Um, I'm not sure that would be a, a bad thing to be honest. He had a decent spell at Motherwell the first time. I can't believe it's been eight years since he was there. Right enough. I know he was at Inverness for quite a while, but I mean eight years. Obviously, he's uh, what sticks in my mind most for the, the, the Terry Butcher Mullerville has to be the the, the day they, they, they robbed the league from us in the, in the dying seconds of the season in 2005. But uh, that's not exactly happy memory for me. But yeah, but yeah, I, I, I think he's I think he was hard done by it, Habs, to be honest. Aye, there's certainly more problems in the management there. Yeah, it's taken it's taken stops a bit of time to kind of turn things around as well. Well, the, the impression I always got with Butcher is he was basically trying to get to the end of that season so he could throw out half of that team because they were garbage. Yeah. And half of that team got thrown out. 
but then by the time uh, the new season started, they had a new manager, and obviously it, it takes a wee bit of time to build up for that, but I don't think Hibs are too bad, although they did lose the weekend to uh, Falkirk, I think it was a late goal, actually, yeah, a late winner for Falkirk. So they've uh, slipped behind a bit in the, the, the race for the playoff spots. Ah, you keep on thinking that Hibs have turned things around a wee bit, and then they kind of have the kind of odd loss here and there. I'd seen Laurie on Facebook was posting that that was now 19 points behind Hearts, which obviously is Rudy Scatchel's old number. <laughs> they're, still, they're, still, they're still in the playoff picture, so... Yeah, that's it. I mean, I, 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 it's, a, it's a big win for Falkirk because they're only now two points behind Hibs. Yeah. So that's that's kind of the crucial bit because you've got Rangers in 32, Queen of the South in 25. You kind of fancy already they two will be in the mix. So you're looking at that final playoff spot being Hibs or Falkirk. Wraith Rovers are still in my shout yet, but I think I mean, if you were looking at the, the, the kind of the teams that were in the, the championship at the start of the season, you'd have bet on what the, the top four probably being Rangers, Hearts, Hibs and Falkirk maybe. But Queen yeah, of South right. Queen of South are kinda of, they're in about it, so they're possibly a surprise package. And I think I think the, the Queen of South Rangers game we've got on Friday night at uh, seven forty five could be worth watching. I well, that could be Queen of South going to be four points behind if they win that game. Yeah. But I suppose if we're talking about the championship, then you mentioned about Livingston. Seems to be some more kind of trouble at the club in terms of threat administration. Yeah, there's a, there's a director, a former director, says uh, he's owed £300,000 by them. And there's a bit of debate over what exactly he's trying to get out of the, the court of session in Edinburgh. The BBC reckon he's trying to freeze the club's bank accounts, and if that's successful, they won't be able to pay their wages, in which case they'll go into administration. But STV Grant reckons he's only trying to ring fence money the same way that uh, Imran Ahmed did at Rangers. Yeah. Which is slightly different, and they could, like, uh, say a director could put some money in to get the wages paid and keep, maybe keep them out of administration. So it'll be interesting to see how that pans out over the next few days. Yeah, I, think, I think we discussed this off the off podcast earlier, but uh, this could be the third time that Ovenson got into administration, we reckon, because they went into administration when they, they, they won the League Cup in 2004. And then, um, I can't remember, sometime after the, 2009 maybe, they were in the administration again, and that's what punted all the way down to the, the, the fourth tier. Yeah, things aren't going well in the pitch as well for them just now, apart from the exception of the weekend where they broke broke from what they've been doing recently and beat Ray Throwers 5 on. Yeah, it was that, a, bit of, was, a bit of a pound in that one. I imagine that bust a few coupons. I bet it did, eh? I mean, that, they're still four points adrift to and Beath above them, but that's, that's, that, that's the kind of thing can hang your season now, because it's, it's not as if they just won, they thumped Ray Throwers. Keep an eye on that one anyway. Yep. See what happens if there's any developments over the next few days. Uh, just to we'll, we'll have a quick run through the, the, the war leagues over here. It's uh, four first all top of the League One. They won it the weekend 2 0 at Stenhouse Muir. Uh, they and keeping track with them though. 4 2 1 over there. It's, it's pretty tight in that league though because you've got four for 29, Dunfermline 27, Stranraer 27, and Morton 27. That's your top four. That's It's already looking like that might be the. the, the the straight up and in the three playoff places, to be honest. Cause it's Aye, and AR, AR continue to be in free fall. They're having a terrible time over it. Yeah. Seven losses in a row or something like they're, that, they're, after having a great start to the season as well. They're only two off the the, the, the bottom playoff spot, Stenhouse the, Muir in ninth. And Stern and Albion are starting to look a wee bit adrift in that league, uh, six points behind Stenhouse Muir. But... Just, just actually, it's actually eight, eight losses out of the last ten, AR have had. So, Ouch. 
I, I work in there, and certainly the talk is that a lot of people reckon that Mark Roberts won't last much longer. In that kind of form, you can see why the questions are being asked. And then in week two, it's still a Broth three points to clear at Queen's Park. Oh, Craig's loving it. A Broth won three two. Uh, home to a, and an athletic, but uh, Queen's Park were three 0 winners over East Stirling, so that's uh, well, still looking pretty tight up there. Albion Rovers also a point behind Queen's Park. They uh, they won three 0 against Elgin City, so it's quite a gap down to fourth right enough. Albion Rovers in thirty, East Fife on twenty. That's your third and fourth place. So it's all very interesting throughout the weeks. In case anybody cares, it's Elgin City that are propping up the the, the bottom division because. That, that matters this season, remember. We've got uh, yeah. playoffs coming uh, up from the, the Lowlands and the Highland Leagues. So, we're interested to see how that goes this, at the end of this season. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see in terms of how they work it out, in terms of who goes where, in terms of leagues. Yeah, I mean, I, like you would imagine if it was Elgin City, they'd have to go into the Highland League, but yeah. what happens if the Lowland League winner is, is the winner of the playoff? How does that exactly. work? Exactly. Interesting. I'm sure they, they must handle this in the England in the, the, the pyramid system at some point because that breaks into uh, is it Conference North and Conference South is the first yeah. time it breaks into regions. Of, probably they're just going to probably in Scotland they're just like going to wait till it happens you know make up the rules as they go along. Ah, probably that's usually how it works. Isn't it? Probably not even thought it through yet. In terms of that, it's getting I think maybe one other thing maybe to touch on it's getting close to January transfer window. So a few, a few kind of bit of speculation about transfer moves. We mentioned earlier Armstrong, maybe Celtic been interested, Sporting Lisbon. Forgetting whether that was whether we spoke about that before the podcast, we spoke about it during it. Uh, in terms <laughs> What's of that. that? No, actually, that's a good point. I don't know. <laughs> and then good, I certainly are. Imagine button will sort it, I think. Aye. <laughs> then Van Dyke continues to be a link by move away. Yeah, he's, he's, he's been in good goal scoring form for a Aye. defender. That's not bad going. So, uh, yeah. I'm never sure about Van Dyke. He's he, he seems to be really good in domestic football, and then you look to him to be kind of carry that form into Europe, and he never seems to manage it. To be honest, I think I mean if there's talk of people saying that, you know, I've seen anything between seven and ten million. I think if a bid like that comes in, oh, I'd bet your hand off. There's I, no doubt about it. I don't think he's worth that. I just don't. He could that. be if he uh, see if he could carry his domestic form into Europe, maybe, but. At the moment, no. He hasn't done it in a, a decent level for me to be worth anything near that. And there was specul- I think there's been speculation as well about Lewis McLeod maybe leaving Rangers. But yeah, because they need to find is it eight million or something they need to find. But is that not before January or something? They need to find that was before the end of the season. It's all right. Mike Ashley will sort him out when I'm alone. Aye. Loans, loans, and more loans. Aye. But, but that's just a few. I think there was a, there's a Nigerian striker being linked with Celtic as well, I think. Was there? I heard more than I have. Earlier, I was trying to see. I had it up here. I seen it earlier. But it's you know, be a silly season. Yeah, just now. It goes quiet after uh, September first, and then just as December comes along, they start the rumours start increasing, and then you get the the mad month of January where very little actually happens. Aye, the striker that's been linked with Celtic is Oleren Waju Coyote. There you go. I tell you, there was one other name I seen linked to Celtic this, well, last week, and it was an absolute cracker because everyone made the same joke. Max Power. Oh, it's Ranmere? Aye. Everybody immediately jumped to the, 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 the Simpsons. <laughs> when Homer Simpson changed his name to Max Power. Aye. Had his wee theme tune. It sounded a bit like Goldfinger. 
I, I think people would, would rather that happened just for that rather than whether he's any good or not because I must admit I've never really seen Tranmere I couldn't tell you if he is or not I've, I've heard about him I think there's been a talk that he's supposed to be pretty good but I think I've, I've heard about him because of his name yeah is it not a, is Matt's power not a magazine I, th- I think it could be yeah is it not a car magazine as well aye pretty sure you must have seen the Simpsons episode no I'm not, I don't watch the Simpsons you much oh. my, son, my son watches it he'll probably seen it but no I've never really got into it you know see if I'm in really good mood I'll tag on the Max Power theme at the end of this podcast right, right. and then you'll hear it right. it's a, a belter but I'd imagine that in terms of there'll be a few outgoings, I think, as well in January. I'd imagine Lee Griffiths will be surely wanting to get away from Celtic. You would think, but is it, anytime you hear him talking, he seems quite encouraged. It's just, it's very odd. He seems quite happy where he is. I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm a you, I would expect him to be looking to get first team football, but I don't know what's going on with him. It's, it's the same way uh, Shepovich. We've not seen him play much at all. Oh, but I read last week that certainly. Delia said there's no plans for him to be shifted. Yeah, I know. I um, One guy I have seen rumoured today to be leaving Celtic is uh, Burgett, who has disappeared off the face of the earth. Had him on loan for Cardiff City, so he might be returning to Cardiff in January. Oh, I had forgotten all about him. And I think everybody has. I think I've seen as well Liam Henderson being linked by a loan move away as well. I'm not. I'm disappointed he hasn't featured more because I was. I, I had high hopes for dial-up playing the, the youth, and all we've really seen is Callum McGregor. Yeah. Darnell Fisher was on the bench on Saturday there against Motherwell, and he's been out injured for quite a while. I'd like to see him back, especially with um, like said Lustig and Matthews both having glass ankles. Yeah. So if we could get him back and back in the first team, it'd be good to see. But yeah, I mean, if, if Liam Henderson is going to go for a loan spell, I think that's. I'm never, I'm never convinced by loan spells, but having said that, Cal McGregor went on one for a, a season in Notts County, and he came back firing. So it's possible. Yeah, I think Aberdeen certainly will still be looking to try and get a left back. I think there's still there's been talk for a while. I think there's been talk for the oh, last six months. They're going to try and get Graham Shinney. Whether we try and get him on a, I think we're allowed to get him a pre-contract. He's over the age of 24, I think. So that's all right. I think. Mm-hmm. Aye, I, I, th- I, th- I think even if he was under, you'd be able to get him a pre-contact, but uh, you might have to pay the, the compensation. Aye, um, so either that, whether we try and get him in a, an agreement for that summer or try and maybe get him in January, it's certainly a position that we, we kind of need to strengthen in terms of that, as opposed to this year we've been playing either Considine there or Johnny Hayes. Yeah, I mean, he, he's, I thought he did really well in the last couple of games at the left-back. So. Aye, he's quite good there, but I think he's one of those guys who want him further afield, up the field uh, where he's most dangerous. Yeah, but he, 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 he can play left back fine, but it's just he wants someone that's kind of natural there. I think. Was it done? Gives you more, it, gives you more it, was, on it, as well. it was a Dundee Cup game. He played uh, left back as well. He was pretty much your best player. But he's got attributes for it certainly yeah. in terms of his pace, and it's quite, at times it can work quite well in terms of him coming attacking from deep. When you've got like somebody with Pollock in the wing, but I think Pollock's far better playing kind of in a kind of more central kind of area. He's a lot more effective where he can go either way. I think he kind of, at times when he plays out wide, he kind of drifts in and out of games a bit too much. As kind of, I suppose wingers can do that, but Hayes is more suited to playing, I think, on the wing. So we'll see what happens there. But that's about the only kind of transfer stuff I've seen so far. But I just thought it is getting closer. We're only about two or three weeks away from the, the window opening. Oh, don't remind me. <laughs> no doubt we'll just look on endlessly at down, what's happening down south. Very probably. Not much happens up here. Yeah, we, you might see somebody get a loan deal at the end of January. Yeah. Probably Celtic. 
which uh, tends to be how it works. So I think I, I think we'll, we'll move on to predictions then for uh, next weekend. I don't think there's anything midweek apart, apart from possibly the European games. Uh, I'll be honest, our way to Zagreb. We're through. Who cares? Aye, there's not much to discuss there, is there? No. There's, there's nothing to play for whatsoever. We can't finish third and we can't finish first. So it's, it's, just, it's, it's just a dead drum, isn't it? Yeah. The Champions League probably holds more interest for me last week. But uh, yeah, we'll move on to the, the, the Premiership predictions because uh, we've almost a full card at 3 o'clock with the, the exception of Celtic because they're in Europe. So we'll start off with uh, probably the big game of the weekend, to be honest. Dundee United, Aberdeen. Are you predicting first? For this one? I'm kind of hoping you're going to tell me how you think this is going to go because I have no idea. <laughs> well, I'll probably put the kibosh on it by saying no, I think there'll be goals in it. Quite a few goals. So I'll probably that. No, get no your money on a nil-nil probably now. <laughs> Full um, But no, I, I just think both teams have got a lot of strength in attacking areas. I cannot, I can, I, I cannot see it finishing goalless. I think it could be a good, I could bet for both teams to score in terms of that. Yeah, probably. Um, and I hope, obviously, that we can edge it and then that's just equal in points with Dundee United. But I always like to predict a win for Aberdeen, so I will go for. 2-1 to Aberdeen because I think as well we owe them a bit of a, a going over after what happened in the open day of the season what did that happen in the open day of the season? they beat us 3-0 ooh what was it Petodre to? aye just after the Sociedad game I think it was ah right aye. so you were, you were coming up for a European game in terms of that so yeah one would be nice <sighs> I, I reckon you're right there'll be goals in this I don't, I don't think Danny United's defence is in great if anything Aberdeen's defence is usually pretty strong this is the thing that's bothering me well, we've had five clean sheets in the last seven. Yeah, and uh, Dundee United at home. I, I'm going to take Aberdeen to edge at 2-1, I think. Are going the same? Oh, I was just one of these games, I wish it was in the telly, though, because he didn't watch ah. that, neighbor. I don't even know whether it's on delayed transmission or now, or anything like that. Maybe. Because that would be good, even. Yeah, that'd be, that would be like a nice wee way to spend a Saturday evening. I'd imagine Aberdeen would be quite good odds as well for that game, because it is at Tannadice. I would think so. Might be like one for the charity bet if we're both taking them. 17 to 10. Ooh. But, right. but saying that... We'll keep that in mind. Aye. I'm more up saying that I... Or maybe... I want it still... Obviously I want it still win, but... At the same, I don't know whether I would touch it in the charity bet, to be honest. It is good odds, but... There may be a reason why they're that good odds. We'll keep it in mind. Because I think we're, we're both we're both going for an Aberdeen win. So. We'll move on and see what else there is. Uh, Hamilton versus Dundee. I suppose I'll predict this one first, though. We'll take it in turns. Um, that's another one, I'm not sure. I don't know if I don't know if Hamilton's bubble's burst or if if Dundee's just burst at the weekend, though. Like you said, Hamilton's record at home is probably the thing that's going to swing this one. And, um, I'm going to say 2-1 Hamilton. Yeah, I'd be tempted to kind of go with Hamilton as well in terms of their home form. Dundee have only won, I think, one away in the league, maybe. No, wait a minute. Oh no, Dundee's away form is pretty good. Ah, they're, they're away form, but they've won, form they've won four away from home. Yeah. I was looking at Ron Park. Oh, that makes it a bit more interesting in terms of that. I'll go for a 2 0 draw. Fair enough. Inverness versus Partick Thistle. Thistle versus Thistle. Uh, right, I think Inverness will win. Um, they'll 3 1 Inverness. Yeah, their home form's terrific. I don't think they've been beaten at home yet, have they? 
Nah, def. One six, drawn two. There we go. Ah, well, I think about one seven, <laughs> drawn two after this game. I don't see another one. And for this win. Ah, and then um, Thistle have only, well, sorry, Party Thistle have only won once away from home. Oh, aye. Two nil one for this, I think. And actually, see, if I can I talk about charity vets? I spotted earlier when I was looking at Aberdeen's odds. I think Inverness are three to four, almost evens. Mm-hmm. I think that's pretty good. That's sounding. That, this is sounding like it's coming together nicely. To be honest. Um, Kilmarnock versus St Johnson. Uh, I'm going to say one 0 Kilmarnock. See, I think I'm tempted to go with our A team. Kilmarnock are without over in five in the league. Yeah, I think they're due one. And I'm not. I'm. I'm still not 100% convinced by St Johnson. They seem to be starting to get going now, finally. But well, they were, I think they didn't sound too good. Someone to score the goals that they're missing from me. So oh, yeah. five in the last five. Um, so I'm going to go for an away win. St Johnson to win one nil. Right. Both go for a tight one now, but just different teams. All right. And the final Saturday game is Motherwell at home to Ross County. Could be Butchers first game in charge. Maybe. <laughs> what was that? It could be Butcher's first game in Charles, depending on how that goes. Could be, aye. It's my turn to go first, isn't it? Yeah. In terms of this one. I'll go for Motherwell to edge it. Uh, 2-1. Uh, I'm, I'm, Ross County seem to be getting their act together on it, but they're still not great at the back. I'd be, I'm going to I'm gonna go for a high score in two each. High score in two each? Yep. Which takes us to the final game of the weekend, a one o'clock Sunday kickoff, Celtic versus Murren. Another after Europe. This is this is even harder to predict than usual because we haven't been too great after Europe, but I don't expect us to send the first team. <laughs> so, uh St Murren are honking. We should go them. We should. Whether we will, I don't know. Um, I'm I'm going to I'm going to just go three 0 Celtic. I'll go for just the fact that I'm coming back off a European fixture. I'll go for. A slightly less comprehensive victory. I'll go for 2 0 to Celtic. I don't, I don't think Europe's going to make a difference this time. I, I, I really don't see us doing anything other than putting out a second string against Zagreb. The likes of Zalusko being goal and things like that. Uh, but it's, it's just it depends how much we can actually change the team. Aye. But in terms of another thing, maybe for the charity bet that could be a good shout, it depends because Motherwell aren't exactly in great goal scoring form. In 14 of Ross County's last 16 games, there's been over two and a half goals scored. And I've got a two-each draw, it's possible. I went 2-1, Motherwell. So, I don't know where I was. Let me see if McBookie have got odds on what that would be. Over two and a half goals. Try to see if they've got that yet. This is, this is where we show just how uh, out of touch I am. Because usually I've got the, the McBookie page up. But four to five. Four to five for that. So again, kind of close to even. So that could be a shout maybe. It's not one we do usually, but... There's a form there for it. Right. If we mentioned Aberdeen and Inverness, right? If we went ten pound on that, you get forty seven twenty five return. But then we don't get a stake, so it's only thirty seven. And you weren't too confident about Aberdeen anyway. Ah, I just think it's maybe a risk because it's it's a game where I think it will be tight. Um the odds are attractive, but at the same time, Dundee United haven't have only dropped two points at home this season. Right, so... But they've got to lose at some point, but at the same time, I think... And then again, you look at Motherwell and Ross County, neither of them are... It's hardly scoring lots of goals, but 
they're, both their defences aren't exactly great, so I think maybe I'd fancy that more in terms of maybe, yeah. maybe a few goals in that. Right, I mean, over two and a half goals in Willow Ross County is 18 to 5. If you throw in Inverness at 3 to 4 at that, £10 in that is £80.50 back. I think that's the bet. So you're saying. Inverness and then over two and a half goals in the Willow Ross County game. Or just those two? Yeah, just those two. £80.50 back for £10 stake. Thanks to McBookie. So it'll be £70.50. How are you getting that? Inverness are 3 to 4, and then over two and a half goals is 4 to 5. At Willow Ross County? Aye. Is it? I'm on the wrong page. I think you must be. You're looking at over two and a half goals in the second half. So, um, right. <laughs> this is why I don't do this. Four to five. Aye, uh, right. Uh, yeah, it'd be fair to one fifty. Aye. Still, but it's, it's all right. Aye. Is there anything else in the lower leagues maybe that we could look at? Or jump to... I'm, I'm just wondering if we put Aberdeen back in. Because a treble, Aberdeen, Inverness, and over two and a half goals in a Malo game. It's 8505. Uh, let's see what else. I was looking at Hearts, but Hearts holds are pretty crap. Falkirk a 5 to 4 at Livingston. Whether that could be a shoot. Instead of Aberdeen? Yeah. Because you're not confident with that. Or, or, or actually, Dunfermline or Evans at Airdrie. Dunfermline might be a better shoot than Falkirk. <laughs> What's that? I don't know, I think Falkirk obviously has got a good bet. Should we add the two of them then? I'm thinking that, right. So we're talking, like that, right, I know this is getting a bit daft now, we're thinking Inverness, Falkirk, Dunfermline and over two and a half goals in the Willow game. Yes. £10 and that would be £141.75. That's, that's a winner, there we go. Right, that's madness, but we'll go with it. That, yeah. That's a bet that Greg would like. Greg would love that. Greg. Where is Greg going to get anyway? He's he, a, he never gave us an excuse, did he? Wait for Terry Butcher. Oh, that was it, yeah. Of course he is. Kind of vigil. Hope he's got hope he's to a, 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 a heater or something like because he's freezing in it. Some copper soups. Right, so that is Inverness, Falkirk, Dunfermline, and over two and a half goals in the Malone game. Uh, that's a winner. Excellent. And as we said earlier, we've got Nicky Law of Rangers for first goal scorer against Queen of South on Friday night. Aye, I'm only to wait for those odds because at the moment there's nothing for that yet. Is there not? Not even for the Friday don't, game? Don't think well. Oh, no, wait a minute, I tell a lie. Well, there is. But uh, I'll tell you what. Ricky Clark is here 11 to 2. Uh, no, no, Ricky Clark won't, though, is it? No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, magic button, that one out. I've only had one, as well. Oh, you know what the problem is? He's in his Nicholas Law. Yeah, he is. 10 to 1. 10 to 1. Oh, get that one. Oh, nice. 10 right. to 1. So, 10 to 1, Nicky Law. That'd be £100. That'd be nice. Take that. So, that's, what, £241 getting added to the, chat, the, the kitty for next week? That would be brilliant. See if we did that, Craig and Greg would never come back on. I know. Just we would just have to, we would just have our own, our own section for a charity bit. Yep, that'd be brilliant. No, I like. I think. I don't. I, I think that's pretty good. Eh? So like it's all based on fact. Yep. So that's probably going to lose then, because <laughs> it's too based on fact. That's usually what happens. All right. Aye, that'd be a fine victory. I think that's us, isn't it? I think we've covered everything. Cool. Unless you've got anything else. Oh, that should be us. I'm not doing any wrestling chat in a while. I know. You ever, you ever watch E Channel? I've seen something my wife was watching. It was like Divas or something like that. Oh, just seemed right, to be, no, it just seemed to be a documentary that. about women that were wrestling. Aye, uh, the only time that E's on in our household is when the wife's watching the Kardashians. Oh, for God's sake. My wife watches it all the time. To be honest, sometimes I 
take a wee glimpse because I quite like which is it? Which one is it? I make sure I get her name right. One of the kids. The one with the kids. Right. Okay. We'll just stick with that because I don't know either. <laughs> She's quite tidy. Not Kim. No. Kim's the one with the kids. Aye. Chloe. Courtney, I like. Courtney. Yeah, Courtney. Courtney, Chloe. One of them. The one with the kids. The one that doesn't look like that. Man. But, oh, but the rest of them, this week's TLC. But they've, they've given it a new name because they've put in a stairs match. So it's now TLC and stairs. Tables, ladders, chairs and stairs. Why? Duh, Why? Don't that know. didn't need anything. I think a stairs match will be crap anyway. I, actually, I like, I like, a, I don't even, th- aye, they've got, they've got one, I think the one match is an actual proper TLC match. Dean Ambrose against Bray Wyatt, which will potential for a match of the year. So, and it's, it's a free one. It's not a pay-per-view. It's a freebie. Oh, see, that doesn't happen often. Aye, it's rare. So, that's, your, that's your watching for the weekend then? Aye, well I'm off tomorrow so I'll be watching the build up tonight on Raw. <laughs> Loving it. Alright, well, I think we'll end it there then. Aye. <laughs> we start talking about Kardashians and stuff. We're going too far, I think. Anyway, right, thanks for coming on, John. Right, cheers. See you later, thanks Chris. everybody for listening. And we'll talk to you again next week. Cheers. Bye. <laughs> to touch but you mustn't touch his name sounds good in your ear but when you say it you mustn't fear cause his name can be said by anyone nah, Max Power how's every little thing you remembered my name well who could forget the name of a magnetic individual like you Keep up the good work, Max. Mr. Power? Yes, of course, Mr. Power.